We're the Valentins. And we are passionate about people. Every human was created for fulfilling relational connection. But that's not always what comes easiest. We know this because of our wide range of personal experience, as well as our years of working with people. So we're going to crack open topics like dating, marriage, family, and parenting to encourage, entertain, and equip you for a deeply fulfilling life of relational health. All right, babe, we're back. Yes. Welcome back, guys, to Dates, Mates, and Babies with the Valentins. This is episode 40, which is crazy because that means we are 12 episodes away from having done this for a whole year. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's What a awesome. fun year. Episode 40, guys. This is uh, a kind of like a part two to last week's. We're going to be giving you 20 dating green flags, if that's a thing to look for. We talked about red flags last week and what are, you know, a list of 20 things that you would kind of want to pay attention to if you saw them come up in your relationship and you're, and you're like, I don't know about this. These are these last week's episode was about the things that you should really take a look at that might actually cause you to push pause or stop on a dating relationship. Well, today on the other end of the spectrum, we're going to be giving you 20 things to look for, 20 things that would be like a, Hey, that's awesome. This is going really well. Yeah. Well, I think the green flags are, they're exciting, right? Mm -hmm. And it is helpful to look and go, oh yeah, this person really does have this quality. That This makes me want to move forward. Number one, they're good at friendship. Yes. Not everyone's good at friendship. No. But when you are with somebody and they are good at being a friend, they're mm -hmm. good at, at showing up, paying attention, being kind, like just being a good friend to me, like you're going to do friends for the rest of your life. Right. Exactly. And when you find someone who's good at being a friend, I mean, you know, ladies, maybe he's not the best looking guy, but he's the best friend you've ever had. Oh my gosh. You know? Stop. I don't know. Well, a good friend is, is ultimately well, let's what say you're this. looking for. There are things that are more important than good looks. Yeah. Good looks fade. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Okay. I agree. Being a good friend is so important. Okay. Number two, um, that they take an interest in your interests. Like fishing. Yeah. I get excited for you about the fish you catch. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh my gosh. That's not true. I do too. Sometimes. Listen, it's important that the things that you find interesting, your partner actually expresses interest in. It's true. There's a long pause right here because Jason's thinking of all the things he likes to do that I could give a rip about. <laughs> Anyways. No. Okay. So I think when somebody takes interest in you, they're saying that you're important. Yeah. And what you like really matters. And it is important to have shared interests for sure, but that's not necessarily what this is saying. Mm -hmm. We're saying, do they value what you value? Are, mm -hmm. are they, you know, is your uniqueness interesting to them? That's important. Yeah, it's massive. All right, number three. That they're a good listener and communicator, which, gosh, there's whole books written about this one. But if somebody's a really good listener, then they make you feel known and seen and heard and understood. And if they're a good communicator, they make you feel safe. And I think those two things right there like you can't look past. If you have somebody that you're dating that's a good listener and a good communicator, you can overcome so many obstacles. Oh, yeah. And that's a relationship that you know like, okay, put a little bit more effort and energy into that 
because you're headed in the right direction. You've got someone that's a good listener, a good mm-hmm. communicator. For sure. All right. Number four, this person knows how to be vulnerable. Mm. Yes. And vulnerability is a big deal because now obviously at appropriate levels, if you're in a brand new dating relationship, you're not looking for somebody to bear all and tell you everything about their life and all the intimate details, but you're looking for somebody that is actually willing to share their heart and share their life and talk about the good things, the hard things, the ups, the downs, somebody that's um, ultimately somebody that knows how to share their own story in a way that, you know, they, they are the, the winner and the overcomer in their own story that they're willing to share about their life. That's really important. Yeah. I think these will also help married couples who listen to this think through like, what area am I really good at and what area have I not done really good at? Definitely. Um, so anyways, uh, knows how to have fun. So gosh, I just think bringing fun into the relationship is fun is where we recharge. Mm -hmm. Fun is where we bond a lot too. Mm -hmm. And being able to bring fun into the relationship just makes everything so much better. So absolutely, that's a big green flag to me is like, I really enjoy being around this person. Yeah. I'll give you one too. And we talked about this last time, but these are green flags for relationship, not just dating relationship or marriage, but for relationship. Um, I have a friend, well, Cole Zick, he's been on the podcast. He's every time I think about Cole, I smile. He's so fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's just someone that I want to have in my life all the time because of the energy that he always brings to the relationship. Absolutely. It's amazing. And I do think in that category would also be like they don't take themselves or life too seriously. Um, you don't want to be in a long term relationship with somebody who is just sunk by every, you know, hard thing that comes around. When people don't take themselves too seriously. It really does give permission to, to be yourself around that person. And it goes well with number six, which is that they're non-judgmental. Now you're allowed to have your preferences. Obviously, if you're not compatible with someone, don't be in a relationship with them. But compatibility is different than like being judgmental. So, or critical, like we don't want to be in intimate relationships with people that we can't be ourselves around and that we feel like are criticizing our every move, that's not going to be a good time. Yeah. So being with somebody who I think that when I hear non-judgmental, I, I think they're able to give feedback in a way that makes you feel cared for. Definitely. That's important. Yeah. And that you have permission to be yourself around them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so number seven is they're supportive of your personal growth without feeling threatened by it. Hmm. And this is a big one because it says when, when you're with somebody who is really thinking through, like, how do I support you in every way? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's in you becoming physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually stronger. That's a big deal because I think a lot of, there's a lot of relationships that I've seen in the past, especially doing counseling, where when one person starts to excel, the other person gets jealous. Mm. And they have this fear that they're going to be left behind. Yeah. And that becomes, you know, it becomes a, a contentious relationship. So this one where they're supporting what I, where I'm growing, they're asking me questions about it. They're pouring into it. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. I think too, along those lines, you want to be with somebody who can celebrate your wins. Yeah. That's massive. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number eight, not comparing you to others. 
that might seem like no brainer, but I think when you're in a relationship with somebody who is comparing you to other people, maybe, maybe you're, you're the girl in the relationship and you're in a relationship with a guy and he's always comparing you to other women. I mean, that's not going to feel good. And honestly, I don't know one girl that would be like, sign me up for that relationship. But, but actually it, it's true that, um, people do put up with this comparison thing inside of relationships. And ultimately all it does is lead to, uh, just a, a lot of, um, distrust in what that other person actually thinks of you and how they are able to care for you. If you can't be your individual self in this relationship, then you're ultimately, it's not going to, it's not going to last. Well, I think a lot of people struggle with idealism Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily have to be compared to someone else, but to this unrealistic idea of, of who you should be or what you should be. And for, you know, that's, that's what happens when people um, become addicted to pornography for a long, you know, like if you have an addiction to pornography, well, you have an unrealistic expectation now of what sex is going to be mm-hmm. and what what it really is. And, you know, it's, it's easy to get into a relationship and be compared to all these unrealistic uh, ideas. Yeah. And so, you know, you want to be in a relationship where somebody loves you and who you are yeah. what you are. The green flag there is just feeling a ton of freedom to be yourself in the relationship. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, Knows how to navigate good and hard times, which here's what this says to me. You have to go through a bit of hard times to me before you know, like the person I'm with is solid. Yeah. If you're in a dating relationship and you haven't done some hard time together, well, you probably need to you probably need to date longer before you make a lifelong commitment to them. Yeah. Because the confidence that comes through navigating good and hard times is vital. Yeah. Let me say I have a really good friend who um they're they're now married now. Uh <laughs> they're now married now. They are married and they have a a 2-year-old son and a baby on the way and so their marriage is, their marriage is really thriving. But when they were first dating, first dating, her mom died within the first few weeks of their dating relationship. And you know, that, that's an enormous, that is an enormous trauma to somebody's life. And it's crazy because the, though they went through something so muddy at the very beginning of their relationship, it taught them quickly that they were able to navigate the worst of times in a really great way that enabled them to stay connected and move through something really tough. And so they have some money in the bank account of their marriage that mm-hmm. not a lot of people have at the very beginning. It's it's incredible what the confidence, the confidence of knowing that your partner can do something hard really well is incredible. Yeah, it's true. All right. Number 10. We're halfway through this list. Yeah. Self-confident. Mm-hmm. Somebody who has confidence, uh, to me, just makes the relationship so much better in a bunch of different areas, right? Because if you're self-confident, it's not just that it's fun to be around you. You're also probably competent. 
So you're going to be a good partner because you're competent in a whole bunch of different things, right? Communication skills and working hard and uh, problem solving. So a self-confident person is often a competent person. And having a competent person as your partner, that's Mm -hmm. who you want to be in a relationship with. You want to be in a relationship with somebody who's competent. Yep, absolutely. All right, number 11, this person has healthy boundaries. Yeah. Um, Golly, what a wonderful experience to be in a relationship with someone that has good boundaries. And we're not just talking, you know, physical boundaries necessarily, although that would be really important. But somebody that actually has good relational boundaries in their life is someone who knows their needs, who has a good understanding of of what they need and how to get it in a healthy way and who's responsible for that. And this is my lane and that's your lane. And gosh, it's so freeing to be in a relationship with someone that has healthy boundaries. Yeah. And I think to take it to the next level, somebody who knows how to set healthy boundaries, Mm -hmm. because when you start thinking about navigating through the different places in life, like I know a lot of people that have good boundaries, but they don't actually know how to set good boundaries. And it kind of seems like a contradiction, but it's not. Mm. It, it get, they get into tough places with their in-laws. They have a hard time saying no. Mm. They themselves have good boundaries. You know, they're not blown past other people's boundaries. And, sure. But they don't know how to set good boundaries. And so to me, this would be the next level. It's like they, they can disappoint somebody. Mm. They can um, clearly communicate in a way that makes somebody feel cared for, but is also firm. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just thinking the other day, I, I have 12 guys that I'm discipling right now. They're all, you know, business owners and, and uh, CEO type men. And all, I would say most of those guys have great boundaries, but very few of them know how to set really good boundaries and, and uphold those. And so that would be that would be a big one. Um, number 12, they're hardworking. It's interesting that we have to say this one, um, but I think, in, especially in our day and age, there's not a lot of really hardworking people. As I'm looking <laughs> at, I oh, really, I, it's true. You know, com, a comparative to when our our parents were kids, people worked hard. It was part of the culture, right? We worked physically hard. You watched your parents work hard because you had to do that in order to survive. Well, I do think that that's and I'm on a soapbox a little bit here, but <laughs> I do think that that's becoming a bigger and bigger issue is people actually really being willing to work hard for something, which working hard to me says, you know how to delay gratification. Yeah. You know how to persevere. You know how to do something. You know how to sacrifice. Yeah. Long suffering, right? That's a fruit of the spirit is I've got somebody who's willing to grind away until they find a breakthrough that's massive. If you have somebody who's hardworking, that's a green flag. Absolutely. All right. Number 13. And we could bump this one all the way up to the very top if we We were doing this in order of importance. But number 13 is that they have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a green flag. If you have, um, if you're in a relationship with somebody who has a dynamic, active relationship with God, then you have somebody who, um, is compatible with you on that level. And conversely, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't have a relationship with God and that is your, you know, foundation for life, you're going to have trouble. Yeah. Uh, 14 
solid and compatible core values. The, the more your value system lines up, the greater ease and uh, success you'll have in the relationship. And so, you know, this is back to, I think in a relationship, we're often trying to find ourselves. We're trying to find, oh, you like this, you like fishing, I like fishing, you like hunting, I like hunting. And a dating relationship, it's a bit different because I'm probably not, you know, you're probably not going to find a girl that loves the same hobbies always as you. <laughs> but those core values, those things lining up, mm-hmm. those things being pointed in the same direction yeah. just makes a powerful, dynamic couple. Yeah. Because you're pushing your effort, your energy in the same direction. Yeah. You're not pulling against yourself. Yeah, especially in the areas of, you know, your faith, yeah. your family values, mm-hmm. your, um, you know, how, how, what do you feel? How do you feel about raising kids? Um, what does purpose mean for you? Like, what does it mean to live a purposeful life? What are you actually protecting? Yeah, what are you going to sacrifice what for? What are you going to sacrifice for? Those kinds of things that if they line up, awesome, green flag. All right. Uh, number 15 would be that you're in a relationship with somebody that's humble and admits their mistakes. That's, that's a big deal. That's why you're with me, huh, babe? Yeah. Jay is actually really, really humble. <laughs> I, was being, um, I, was, I wasn't being humble right there. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, humility is a really big deal. You know, ultimately we want to be in relationships with people that know how to take ownership over their lives and aren't uh, afraid to admit their shortcomings It's not fun to be in a relationship with somebody who thinks that they're perfect or who has a hard time admitting their own flaws. Um, Ultimately, you know, marriage is a life of service to one another. And Mm -hmm. so humble people make good servants. And gosh, I want to be married to somebody who knows how to be humble because I know that I'm going to need their help. I'm going to need them Mm -hmm. to be in a serving relationship with me and vice versa. Yeah. Number 16, emotionally mature. Uh, Man, if you're with somebody who can really manage themselves well, right? They can go through a tough time. They can have someone criticize them. I was reading the Bible today and it was, and it was talking about, um, I was reading in uh, Matthew and it's talking about like, bless those who curse you. Right. And, it was going on talking about do a great job at managing yourself, at doing the opposite of what you want to do and making sure that that you are, yeah, that, that you're living life with character and with maturity and nobility. And when you have somebody, when you're in a relationship with somebody who's emotionally mature, they rule their emotions. Their emotions mm-hmm. don't rule them. They, they, their emotions are good indicators, but they're, they're not using them as the dictator of their life. And man, it just brings so much peace to your life when you have somebody who is managing their emotions well and is emotionally mature. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Number 17, they can disagree respectfully and have healthy conflict. Um, need that a lot. You're not going to find someone in this life that agrees with you a hundred percent of the time. 
um, that is impossible unless they're being very inauthentic. So to be in an authentic relationship with somebody means you're going to have disagreement. And when somebody knows how to do that in a really respectful way that keeps, maintains room for you to be you and them to be them, and you don't have to agree on everything and it doesn't ruin your connection, man, that's a green flag. Yeah. I think again, if you're a married couple listening to this, maybe go through and and highlight the ones that you know you need to grow in. And that's a, I was just thinking about when we came to that one. Yep. Um, 18, makes an effort to know you, uh, your friends, and your family. Um, this is big because I think having someone who is willing to really dive in and become a friend to your friends, right? When two people come together, you're blending two different worlds. And I'm thinking of a relationship right now where the person that our friend married, they don't want to really even know our friend group. They don't. Golly. It's tough, man. And it's like, why are they marrying somebody who doesn't want to be a part of this friend this group? This community. Yeah, the mm-hmm. community. And your community is where your strength lies. It's where your history is. It's where so much stuff is. And so, you know, don't don't skip past that that red flag. And if they have, if you have somebody who really gels with your family and really gels with your friends, like that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you. Absolutely. All right. Number 19 takes initiative in pursuing their relationship. Yeah. I think this is big. This is a really big one. So in a dating relationship, um, probably one of you instigated it at the very beginning, right? Somebody initiated, somebody expressed interest, or maybe you guys both felt that from each other. There was kind of this mutual chemistry, this interest in one another. Well, as the dating relationship progresses, you're both going to need to feel like you're both initiating the pursuit. So I know in our our dating relationship, Jason was the one that initiated with me. He asked me out on a first date. He communicated his um, intentions. I accepted. (laughs) Uh, And to be honest with you, I was so unsure about the whole thing at first that I really let him do all the work because I actually didn't know if I was that interested. And so he, you know, he initiated a lot of dates. We did a lot of connect times that were, you know, his idea. And I was a willing participant. And then at some point in the relationship, I specifically remember him telling me, hey, I'm enjoying getting to know you. If you're also enjoying this, at some point, I'm going to need to feel the reciprocation of your interest in me. And it was hilarious. I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I realized like I had been letting him do all the work and he wasn't, he, he thought that I was enjoying it, but truly he needed to feel that I was going to actually reciprocate my interest and pursue him as well. And that reciprocation is absolutely necessary. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you realize sweet, they're taking initiative, they're pursuing, they're coming up with plans and ideas. I am a priority to them. That's a green flag. Yeah. Number 20, big drum roll, last but not least, is takes responsibility for their own needs. So this is a good one. You know, if you have someone in the relationship that is able to uh, communicate, be responsible, take ownership of their needs, that's massive. You know, that that breaks uh, addiction cycles, that keeps people healthy. 
it, it brings tons of security to the relationship when I know like Lauren's, Lauren's going to take care of her needs in a healthy way, right? She's going to take ownership of what's going on in her life. And she knows for me too, like she's not worried. She's not, she doesn't worry when I leave home, like, uh, is he going to be okay? Right. He's, are we going to end up in a mess? That's not what's happening. So I have the ability to recognize, to manage, to take care of the things in my life that I need. And sometimes that's time with people. Sometimes that's time with her. But I'm able to actually take care of those in a healthy way. And so that's big. That's a big green flag in a relationship. If you got someone who does just a great job communicating and taking care of their mm-hmm. needs and managing themselves well, like, Again, you know, maybe they're three to three to five pounds overweight, but you're like, that oh guy, my gosh, stop. that guy is even more, even better looking, you know? <laughs> uh, just oh kidding. boy. Well, hey, listen, hopefully this was helpful. I'm going to put this list in the show notes. So if you are out and about and listening to this and can't take notes that you can just go and copy paste, kind of like we did last week. So hopefully that's really helpful. As always, we'd love if you would um, subscribe to our podcast. If these topics are interesting to you, you can share it with your friends rate it, give us reviews. All of those things are really helpful. And then we mentioned this last week, but we wanted to mention it again. Um, we have one specific thing that we offer married couples that we think is of incredible value. So if you are married and you would like to join us in January for our marriage intensive registration is live at our website, Jason and Uh, there is an early bird discount that is available to you through the end of October. So take advantage of that. If you think you want to spend six weeks with us, you and your spouse, um, we'd invite you to go to our website and, and check out more information about that. But we do really, really, really love pouring into married couples specifically and have some cool things to offer you in the new year. So take a look. Awesome. All right, y'all. Well, thanks so much for being with us this week. We will see you next week.